Uh, the most infamous. Back in the place. We are here, man. Yeah. After a somewhat of a half, well, not really a week off, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen you yeah. in, in a week or two. Yeah, you splashed them with some some goodies last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> splashed them with a little some, A couple jewels. Ooh. A 20 piece. A 20 mm. minute. <laughs> hot 20. Hot 20 on them. Hot 20. <laughs> it wasn't a full set. It was a fire opening set. Right, right. <laughs> Nothing but the hits. Mm-mm. Straight to the point. <laughs> Oh, I only got 20 minutes? Word. Joints. Yep. No filler. Yep. <laughs> yep. All bullet points and such. Yeah. Sprayed up the joint. You know, came through. But uh, yeah, we did the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Super duty tough work. Yep. You know, we uh, we do this every week. For those of you who are new, welcome aboard. What up? You know, we published the stats last week. Yep. And it's clear that we have some fans. Cats are listening, man. We got some listeners. Yeah, we touching touching some souls out there. Man, and we're helping. Yeah. That should make you feel warm and fuzzy, don't mm-hmm. it? It's like, yes. We're yeah, the most man. infamous, man. Ah, uh, so this week, man, you know, we we usually we talked off air uh-huh. about something that wasn't very exciting. <laughs> right. It was right. a very discouraging topic, you uh-huh. know, that I mentioned on Twitter. So we, we don't have much small talk this week. Right, right, right. Not much. Not much. Because me and Elijah Gar kind of went there <laughs> off air with the subject, you know. Um But uh this week, man, we're gonna talk about this is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. And you know, no matter who you are, if you are not from a city like New York, Chicago, L.A., Miami, uh, et cetera, Houston, you will invariably have a, a time when you think that it is best for you to move to a big city to make it. We have all been there. We mm. have all thought it. Some of us have done it. Some people have succeeded and some have failed. Um, But very few people talk about why people fail Mm -hmm. when this happens. And so in this episode, uh, we want to talk about why moving to a new city rarely works because there's a lot that happens when people move. And sometimes when it's going bad, you don't hear from them. Right. You don't know anything until they move back home. Right. And very rarely do they talk about it. Yeah. You don't even know they moved back home. You just see them out in the streets like, yo, dog, I thought you, well, what happened was. Right. <laughs> On the lowest of lows, they be sneaking back in. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's no announcement. When it's time to leave. Oh, everybody know. Party. Everybody knows. Oh, my God. The whole timeline lit up. Sponsored Facebook posts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Event pages and such. Going away party. Right. But when you come home, it's very unceremonious. Right. And no one knows what happens. Yeah. And so this episode is about why that thing rarely works, man. And uh, this is not meant to bash nobody who's tried it. This is meant to to put some uh, some thought into the minds of the people who are thinking about it, mm-hmm. because this is not just something you should do, you know, off the cuff. Yeah. You know, and, and you should be thinking about all these factors that we're going to name in this episode. And I uh, hope that this proves to be helpful. And we'll be right back. Yep. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Okay, 
We are back. Word. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely is. Man, why moving to a new city rarely works. This is some uh, OG game mm. from the OGs mm. to the young bucks out there, man. And this is drawn from years of, of uh, experience and observation. Yeah. Lots of observation. <laughs> Much observation. We have mad friends who tried this. <laughs> yes, sir. It, it, mad friends. Yeah. Some yeah. it worked for, though. Some it worked. Mm -hmm. Some it did not. Many it did not. Yes. Yes. The overwhelming majority <laughs> of cases it did not work. Back at the crib. Right. I see you, son. Back on the block. <laughs> like you never left. Right. <laughs> Act, let's just pretend you didn't move. Right, right. And let's just pick up where we right. left that off. That whole year, that's gone. Yeah, I don't even put yeah. that behind us. Yeah, we ain't even, we act like that ain't even happened. The lost tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vaults. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. All right. Why moving to a new city rarely works. Okay. Reason number one this is one that, you know, I've peeped many times. Mm -hmm. Reason number one is because you're running away, not running to something. Yes. By that, I mean, there's things in life. And, I, and this is a saying I kind of realized with like relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember once I was dating this girl and uh, I dated her for maybe a year and then we broke up. But I was on the fence about whether I should get back with her because we never had beef. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't happy what she was doing with her life. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, you're falling too much into my thing. And if I don't get out of here, you're going to be like basically a loser trying to follow me and mm -hmm. not have your own path. Right? right. And so it was it was amicable, though. Amicable breakup. So then. But she did not want to break up with me. Mm -hmm. So everywhere I went, she was like on it, like. Mm -hmm. Like she wouldn't let me be. Uh, I couldn't talk to any other women, even though she had another boyfriend immediately. Wow. She used to cock block. Right. And so um, I was just like, OK, well, you know, I got to do something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, how do you how do I stop? That? I was like, I've got to find another girl fast mm -hmm. because then I'll she'll leave me the fuck alone. Right. But, but the problem was this. The girl that was the rebound girl, she thought I was running towards her. Right. But really, I was running away <laughs> from the other girl, from the other girl. Yeah, I was running away. And so and when you when someone is running towards you, you don't know whether they're running from something mm -hmm. or running to you unless you can see what's going on behind them. Exactly. This is what happens when people move to new cities. People move to new cities. And in most instances, they're not running towards something. Mm -hmm. They're running away from who they were. And what they could not do in the city that they were in. They're running away from the dysfunction and the failures and the shortcomings that they never fixed. Yeah, some of them they created. Right. They created a lot of these problems. But you don't know because they're like, yo, they the way it's presented is that if I go to this bigger city, mm -hmm. then everything that I suffer from here will disappear. Yeah, it won't follow me. Right. It won't follow you. But that's not true. Nah. And, and this is the issue I see with moving. It's like, look, we know people who have done it successfully, like we said. Mm -hmm. We know people who have failed. But I think one common thread I've seen among the people who have failed is that they didn't have a concrete situation to run towards right. in that new city. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like in a relationship. It's one of those things where if you keep getting in relationships and the person that you're getting with every time you get with somebody new the same thing is wrong with them mm -hmm. if you've been in 10 relationships and you keep finding the same thing wrong with that person most likely the problem is not the people that you dating the problem is you facts brother if you run in, if you run into another city it's not like if you ain't fixed what is messed up in the city that you in and fixed your relationships, fixed, you know, your problems with procrastination, whatever, whatever you're trying right. to do in that other city, it's just going to follow you. Right. It's going to you had the same problem. You're just running away, running away. Yeah. The, so so the people will say, well, in my city, you know, uh, the, the record stores didn't support. Mm -hmm. Or in my city, the press wasn't supportive. In my home city, the venues didn't support. Mm -hmm. Well, in my home city, there was a lot of haters. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to move to a bigger city to get away from the haters. As if haters don't exist 
everywhere. Haters are haters gonna hate. Record stores might not carry your records. Mm-hmm. Wet local websites might not cover you. The same things exist everywhere. Yeah, it's about those relationships that you build in where wherever you are. Right. If you can't build relationships in the city you grew up in, ain't no way you're gonna build relationships in a new place. Right. And but instead of admitting that, mm-hmm. you run away. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the first big problem with moving to a new city and why these things often fail. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, and this is going to hurt some people's feelings, Mm. but we got to say it. Mm. Why moving to a new city rarely works. Number two is because you were never the big fish in the small pond. (sighs) Mm. You were never the big fish in the small pond. Look, the people who are able to move to new cities and be successful in new cities tend to hit a ceiling in their home city. Right. Of success. Right. Not a failure of success. They have nothing to run from. Right. They're not running from anything. They've got a great situation at home and they're saying, well, you know what? This bigger market has more opportunity, so maybe I should go over there and see what's up with that. And I've been there a few times. Been there a few times. I know my draw. I have some success. Yeah, I have friends there. Yes. You know, so, I have a plan. Right. So so you're not, but you can't, the problem is that people, you're the small fucking fish in mm. your hometown. Right. Like, if you were to, to mark the top 10 artists in your city, which you say is too small for you to be successful in your genre and your lane. Are you in the top 10? Mm-hmm. Do you have a top 10 in terms of social media uh, followers stats? Are you top 10 draw at the venues? Do you even get booked mm-hmm. for most people who try to move? A lot of them can't answer yes to any of those questions. Right. They're very low on the local totem pole and they seem to mistakenly think that all I have to do is move to this bigger city and there's more people and more venues and more shit. And then I will become the big fish. If I just move to a bigger pond and my thoughts is like, if you can't become the big fish in this small pond, ain't no way. How? <laughs> Houseway. Houseway. <laughs> it ain't Ralph. It ain't, it ain't Ralph though, man. Houseway. It ain't gonna happen for you. It ain't Ralph level though. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> ain't no way. Cause it's You ain't got the answer, Sway. Cause the thing is you move into a bigger city with bigger fish. <laughs> that's what they don't tell us. <laughs> like way bigger fish than the big fish that's in your own city. <sighs> Come on, man. So how the hell <laughs> nobody know your name in this place that's only you know, 10,000 people. And you know everybody. And you know everybody. You grew up there. You knew everybody. You went to high school with these people. Come on, bro. College. You grew up with them. Middle school. Played youth basketball and football with them. And all of a sudden, you can't make a name in this city. Yeah. But you think that you're going to have an easier time in a place where you have none of those relationships. Like, you haven't managed to be successful in that small fucking pond. And now you're thinking it's going to somehow be easier when you get to a bigger pond. You're going to go to New York. You can't make it in Toledo, but you're going to go to New York. How, Sway? <laughs> Come on, bro. How, bro? Come on. Chicago, word. <laughs> this is what we doing. <laughs> this is where we at now? This is where we at, man. This is where we going with this thing, man. Come on, man. This is what y'all really coming at me with this, man. That right there is a, is another big reason why moving to a bigger city rarely works, man. Mm-hmm. You got to have a certain level of self-awareness out here. Yeah. I'm not the biggest artist. I don't necessarily think I need to be the biggest artist, but I know where I, where I fit at in Columbus. Right. I, I know where I'm at. I know I'm among, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. in that top tier of guys here in terms of popularity, in terms of all the other things, right? Mm-hmm. But even I would not move to L.A. Right. Oh, no. I would not move to Chicago to, nope. quote, unquote, make it. Nah. I wouldn't move to motherfucking New York to, quote, unquote, make it. And you would have a better chance. Thank you. <laughs> you would have a much better chance. Way better chance. And it's still like, nah, bro. No, no, I'm no. Good. I'm good, man. 
I like it here. Things are good here. Right. I have. I am a big fish in a, in a quote unquote small pond. You know your lane too. I know I'm a big fish in a yeah. small pond. You know your lane. I know my lane. I yeah. don't think I'm a shark. Right. I don't think. That, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, hey, this little pond right here, man. I'm cool, man. It works. That one down there. I ain't going down there, man. Nah. I'm I'm fine right here, man. I will drown. If yeah. I <laughs> have you seen the size of the fish in that pond, <laughs> dog? I'm big over here, man. Right. I'm not going down there. Right. Look, I'm very self-aware. And I think that that is, that's key. Like you can't be delusional for lack of a better word or let your ego make you believe that you're something that you're not. I'm not saying that there are not stories of people who have not done anything locally, but made it in another city. Yeah. It does happen. It does happen. Yeah. It is the exception, not the norm. Right. And I'm willing to believe that those people probably still would have been among the most talented people in their hometown. Exactly. Right. Because there had to be some mechanism through which to get them out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they seem to want to skip the step where your status has to be up, you know, of the top tier in your own hometown. And they just think, oh, I'm just going to go to this other place. I'm just going to be a small dog. If you're a small fish in a small pond, what you going to be in a big pond? With bigger fish and bigger, smaller fish. Protozoa. <laughs> <laughs> algae. You gonna be algae status, man. Right. No, you're not doing nothing. Plankton. Man. Plankton status. <laughs> you you out of here, G. Yeah, it's not happening. You're gonna be on the bottom. You're gonna be getting eaten by the small fish. Yeah. So that's number two, man. Mm. I know that's gonna rub some people the wrong way. But it, it's it, so it, real though. It's real, man. And and uh the bigger you are in your hometown, the more of a foundation you have to lean on, the more successful you will be when you add on different markets, regions, or decide to move your operation somewhere else. Right. You'll have you'll understand how to maintain that big fish status mm-hmm. because you will have built it from nothing. Right. Whereas if you go to a situation where you didn't even necessarily know how to build it, how you how you gonna become a big fish and you didn't even do it in your hometown? I don't know. So that's number two. Yeah. Okay, number three. Reason why moving to a bigger city rarely works. You don't have a plan. Nothing. You never had a plan. Nope. You was freestyling. All day, off the top. You was out here, you know. Jazz, jazz trumpeteering, man. Because <laughs> I hear Miles Davis in that shit. <laughs> you was improv. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. You was, you was com- improv night. <laughs> like, I know cats, club. I know cats that didn't even know where they was going to stay. Oh, come on. <laughs> and make that move. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you don't have a place to lay your head. That's basic. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know you can stay with your boy for a week. Right, right. Because that's why all he told you. You can stay with me for a little, little, little while. A little bit. Until you get some shit yeah, settled. That, that's about a week or two. <sighs> Come on. You never had a plan. You never had a plan how to move out there, mm-hmm. how to make money, how to get around, how to feed yourself, mm-hmm. how to record more music, how to promote the music that you recorded. How to get people into a show? How to get venues to give you a show? Where shows are held? Where shows are held? You don't know none of this <laughs> you shit. You have no clue. You never did this shit in your hometown. Mm. So you think that you're gonna go to a bigger city and do it? It don't work like that, bro. It just doesn't work like that. You have to have a plan, man. Mm. Period. You you have to write down exactly what you want to do. And I'm not talking about no ambiguous shit like, yeah, I just want to start going to this thing or that event. Yeah. I just want to be around and soak it. You can't measure that. Mm-hmm. You can't measure being on the scene. You can measure success. You can measure sales. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You can measure like exposure in terms of like who's uh, is your following growing. Right. Right. Are you playing in front of more people? Mm-hmm. Are you getting bigger and better opportunities? That is measurable. All that I'm just in a in a bigger, better city. So therefore, I'm dope and successful simply because I'm in New York. That shit is dead. And yeah. we've seen a lot of people do that. Lots. And when we talked to them, they didn't really have a plan. Nah. It was like, yeah, I know some homies. And, uh, right. And they, you know, they got they got they got a show set up. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? And I'm going to stay out there and see what happens. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, G, it don't work like that, man. Not when you're a grown ass man. <laughs> 
No, bro. You should be ashamed of yourself just <laughs> laying around funky on somebody's right. floor for without a plan. Yeah. You know, and I, but it, it really, the lack of a plan in terms of moving to a bigger city is related to them not have a plan when they're here. Right. Like if you're, if you don't have a plan in your hometown, you're not going to have a plan in a bigger city. Yeah. Because the stakes are so much more higher. You're going to be worried about where you're going to eat, sleep, bathe more than you're worried about rap shit. Yeah. At least, at least you have that at home. Right. At home. You don't, you don't think about where am I going to sleep every night? You're not functionally homeless. Right. In another city, you are one bad paycheck or one, fractured relationship away from being homeless at any moment yeah. and having to go back home. And that's something that you should take very seriously before you consider moving somewhere else just to quote unquote, make it. Word. That's number three. Yeah. We'll take a break. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the super duty tough work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word weightless.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So, there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. I was different. My homie said he had a job for me. (laughs) This couch is comfortable though. Right, right. I went to mad shows. Mm. Mad consolation prizes when dudes fail. (laughs) They be hitting you with all the consolation prizes. Doorbusters. Yeah. Oh, man. I see, man. I got so many pictures with so many famous people while I was out there, though. Right. Right. Oh, that's cool. Whatchamacallit said they're going to put me on. <laughs> okay. We are back. Yeah. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Doing God's work all day. You know, teaching the truth to the young black youth. Right. And uh, we talk about why moving to a new city rarely works. It works sometimes, but very rarely. Right. Because, man, this list, boy, is the realest. <laughs> okay, so we got number, we got three down. Number four. This one is going to be very real, too. 
Number four reason why moving to a bigger city rarely worked is because you moved with your girl. Mm. Or maybe I should say your girl moved and then you moved in with her. Right. Because you didn't move as a couple. Mm -hmm. She moved. Then you said, hey, I'm going to go. I love you, babe. Can I roll? (laughs) (laughs) This is what happened. Mm -hmm. Some people say, well, well, you know, what's wrong with that? My girl, you know, used to be at her house all the time. Hey, look, man, when you get in a real city with people who have to hustle twice as hard Mm -hmm. because the cost of living is so high and you're there. What do you think happens when you are failing at this dream of yours and they are being prosperous Mm. in a high pressure situation? Yeah. When you go out there with your mate and it's not like we're married and we're going out here together to start again as a family. Right. That's very different. Very different. Right. What happens is that person is keeping score Mm -hmm. and uh, eventually they're going to run out of patience for you. You lose your luster very quickly, (laughs) very quickly. Uh, And and think about it. If you're dependent upon them to be the, the main foundation, the only stabilizing force you have there and your relationship gets messed up or rough or breaks up, your dream is done. Yeah. You're coming back home. And people don't want to hear that shit, but it's the truth. Yeah. One of the most dangerous things you can do is move in with someone you're involved with because your success is dependent upon your relationship success. Mm-hmm. You can mess around and be making moves, decent moves. But if your relationship is falling apart, you're going to be out of here. Right. Right back home where you started yeah and uh we've seen it so many times Mm -hmm. girl will get job in new york guy will say well you know that's my girl so i ain't doing nothing here we moving to new york (laughs) right right (laughs) we we're gonna be moving next week right aren't you guys happy for us right you ain't got nothing to do in New York. <laughs> nothing to do. She got a job. Mm-hmm. You don't have one. Mm-hmm. She got an apartment. You don't have one. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping on her bed. She bought the bed. You didn't do nothing but help her move it into that place. Mm. <sighs> so real. It's real. These things can get fucked up. Yeah. So my advice to all you artists out there, if you're thinking about moving to a bigger city and, and the, the main stabilizing force you have is your girl, mm-hmm. you better be on some. The family is moving out there. Right. We decided that this was best for us. Right. Because what some people don't want to admit is that when their significant other decides to move to another city, sometimes they're trying to get away from you yes it might be over bruh or sis yes <laughs> that might all. be a wrap it might be over <laughs> mm-hmm. they might be trying to tell you that they see something bigger and better without you mm-hmm. and they gotta go somewhere else to start again yeah. but because you don't see it you invite yourself and eventually they knew that you wasn't going to be able to swim out there, mm-hmm. but they had to go through the process and let you get your bars off. Yeah. Now back home. If there's no conversation prior to this decision being made, then you're not, you're most likely you're not welcome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If this decision is made and they come at you and say, babe, guess what? I got a job. Yeah. It's in New York. Yeah. I'm moving in two weeks. Right. Right. You, you notice the use of eyes in there. Exactly. Hey. There's no, there's no, Hey, I got a job. You want to come with me? We should move to New York because this opportunity presented itself. You know, before I take it, I wanted to talk to you first. That's what I was just going to say. It's going to be, hey, I got offered this position. Or even this, hey, I'm applying for positions. Because you don't get offered a position a thousand miles away unless you are already considering getting out of there exactly that just doesn't happen of all the jobs you know what i think i'm gonna look into salt lake city and yeah. try to take a job hmm 
how'd you get a job out there? Well, you know, because I was trying to get away from you. Opportunities. Opportunities. You know, just coincidence. <laughs> no, she was trying to get away from you. Yeah. Or she was trying to get away from her hometown. Maybe she's tired of it too. But like you said, you can't just invite yourself into that, man. Yeah, I'm a married man. I was I was applying for jobs all over the country and I talked to my wife before I started doing that. Yes. You know, I'm because I'm married. You know what I mean? You have but a family? I have a family. Yes, yes. So I talked to her like, babe. What would you think if I applied to some jobs in Washington, Washington State, you know what I'm saying? In, in Minneapolis, in Chicago, in St. Louis, whatever. You know, if I got offered, would you be, you know, would you consider moving? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we had those discussions before I even went to websites to fill out applications. So come on. I don't think these rappers are doing that. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't think they're doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I think they just like, yo, I'm sleeping on your couch here. I was sleep on your couch there. <laughs> Word. What's going to change? Ain't nothing going to change. Nothing going to change for me. Right. I'm not paying rent here. I'm not going to pay there. Right. What's the difference? She paying for everything anyway. And uh, it gets ugly, man. So that's reason number four. Okay. Reason number five, which we talked about, but we'll go with more detail. Reason number five that moving to a new city rarely works is that you didn't have a solid job or any job before you went there. The thing that we all have to admit as people who live in, you know, Midwestern cities, mm-hmm. cost of living is a real thing. Yeah. It's it's something to take into consideration. Naturally, what you make here, assuming you have a good skill, you should make something proportional to that when right. you move to a bigger city. But some things are just more expensive. Transportation, food, shelter, things of that nature. Yeah, you might make more money, but your expenses are going to go up proportionally. Exactly. Sometimes way out of proportion. <sighs> right. A lot of people fail to to plan for this. Mm-hmm. If you're going to move to another city to do something like pursue art. Right. This is not even a sure thing. No, I'm an artist and I know how the volatile nature of this craft. You have to be more methodical about saving and planning things financially. Yeah. You can't sit around and say, oh, yeah, I'll figure it out when I get there. No, nah. I'll get a job when I touch down because you're now competing with everybody who's been on the ground their whole life. Who's more familiar with the terrain, mm-hmm. who's more who has more network, uh, more networking. They, they're a bigger social network than you. And you're just going to wait till you get there and try to make it happen. There's no way that's going to happen. It ain't going to fucking happen. Man. No way. It ain't gonna happen. No way. Like you should have been planning for weeks, months, years. Yeah. To make a move like this. Yeah, you make a move that big. That's that's at least a couple years of planning, saving, you know, research, making sure you got somewhere to stay, making sure you got a cushion if you don't have a job when you move out there. Emergency fund. Yeah, emergency fund and whatnot. So yeah. (sighs) But what do dudes do? They move out there broke. I'm out. <laughs> they just wake up one day. You know what? Yeah. New York is nice this time of year. Mm-hmm. They got mad shit going on there. I know if always. I, was, I know if I was there, I could make it happen because I could just find a job anywhere when I'm out here. It's like, <sighs> nah. Six months later, two years later. <laughs> and what you doing back here? <laughs> oh man, I work right down the street, man. <laughs> What? Uh, I thought you was gone. I was at your going away party. Right. Nah, nah. I'm back now, though. I'm back. Nah, I did go. I did, I go. did go. It you was know, nice. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. But I missed home. I missed home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little, little too much for me, man. I decided, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, to come on back here, man. You know what I'm saying? There was some haters out there, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to have a job. You got to have some means of making money before you plan a move like this. And this seems like common sense, right? You would think. Right, but just hip hop though. Yeah. Very little, since it's not very common in this genre that we <laughs> participate in. Nah, Cat's got this grandiose idea of making it in hip hop, especially with the internet. They think all they need to do is get in front of the right place. Oh, when I get to New York, I'm going to go up to Bad Boy. Yep. I'm going to go up to this record label. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to play my music and they got to sign me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That shit, nine a dozen with people that live there. Exactly. Come on. 
It's not happening, bro. No, not at all. Not at all. So that's number five. Yeah. Okay. Number six reason why moving to a new city rarely works is that you underestimated the local politics everywhere. Oh my God. Everywhere. <laughs> they don't know you. None. Who are you? Who are you? Who's this new dude trying to be nice and, and, right. and politic with me? No, I don't know you. I don't know you, fam. Who's he? He trying to rub elbows and buy people. What? Yeah. People think that just because they can walk out their house in their smaller city and you know who throws the shows, you know who books the venues, you know who writes in the press, you know who do, does all these things, you know how to get the word out, you know where to promote, when not to promote, what's the good events, what's not. That you can just go to a new city and all of a sudden establish those same relationships that it took you a lifetime to build. Mm -hmm. Politics is a real thing. And, yeah. and it extends across art, music, business, everything. You can't just hop in and say, oh, yeah, well, because I'm the man and well known in BFE, whatever the fuck mm -hmm. I live at. I'm going to go to L.A. And now politically, because I got some homies out there, mm -hmm. everything's going to fall into place. Yeah, they're just going to plug me in. <sighs> Nobody plugging nobody in. Nah. You got to plug your motherfucking self in. Or you should have been plugged in before you moved out there. Yeah. You should have already been so active in that scene that moving out there was a no-brainer because you were just missing out on so much money. Not mm -hmm. going. Right. That's really what it should be. Yeah. Instead, people think, oh, I'm just going to go out there. Then I'm going to politic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out there. Then I'm going to figure out how to make money. I'm going to go out there. Then I'm going to create some opportunities when I get there. Mm -hmm. No, man. Moving out there should be a, a, a product, a byproduct of you having opportunities, mm -hmm. making or missing out on money that's already there. Right. You already got that part figured out. Yeah. Like, damn, if I lived here. Ooh, imagine. Right. What could I be doing? Because oh, every time I come here, it's crazy. Bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right that's how it should be yeah but people do the opposite they underestimate how long how many i mean how long were your emails uh ignored just locally before people took you seriously come on how long before you learned who did booking at all these venues if you didn't have a homie who worked there who knew a homie who knew a homie mm -hmm. right how long this is where you live years, years, right? To build and cultivate relationships, which we talked about mm -hmm. two weeks ago. If you think that building those relationships is something that can happen as soon as you hop off a flight, bus up in a new city as an adult with people that you ain't grow up with. It is a full time job. Yes. To make up for the time that you miss not being from there. It's like an internship. You ain't getting paid. No. You know what I'm saying? That it takes years to build those relationships in order to get to a place where somebody even think about giving you some money. Yes. <sighs> Crazy. And so uh that's number 6, man. Number 6 reasons that you underestimated local politics. Word. All right, we'll do one more of these joints, man. Then we'll take a break. Number 7 reason why it rarely works is that you underestimated the competition in the bigger city. Which makes no sense. <laughs> it's a bigger city. Right. Of course there's gonna be more competition. It should you should that should be your number one assumption. Right. Like, oh shit, if I go there, it's gonna be my game. I, I need to be on point. Yes. I need to have a plan. I need to <sighs> Yeah. Have you heard how dope people are from there? Right. It's a lot of talented people there. Way more competition in here. Man, I've got to be twice as sharp. Mm -hmm. that's what you should be saying to yourself yeah instead you're like man they cool man you know what i mean i'm dope here i'll be dope anywhere <laughs> whatever dog or they hating here you know what yeah I'm saying? but they ain't gonna hate there. it's just undeniable there right they only hating here because they grew up with me they know me for so long they gotta hate right because that's my style out there you know what i'm saying right, that's right. how that's how i that's how i come off <laughs> right. yeah man it's crazy when you think about like the competition not even technically, right? Like, look, you, you have the artistic competition side, right? Where you're competing technically. Who's the dopest rapper? Who's got the mm -hmm. dopest beats? That's just one aspect. You have the political competition as well. Mm -hmm. Which crews people have access to which opportunities? Because there are limited resources. Yes. Even in a bigger city, there's limited resources. So you're competing not only to be the dopest artist, you're competing for opportunities, resources, resources slots on shows 
uh, access to wherever channels you want to promote. You're competing for that, but you're competing against people who've been there 20 years longer than you. I mean, shit, you're competing for apartments. Apartments. You're competing places. for food. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot more people. In a, it's, it's the reason it's a bigger city. Yes. There's more people. Therefore, yes. the opportunity may be more, but it's proportionate to the people that are there. Yeah. And and, and we're not saying this to, to discourage someone like to, to think that, oh, well, I'm going to be whack if I go in a different city. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. No. Nah. The, the point is to understand that, like, people are competitive in this city long before you showed up. Right. With each other. And you're an outsider. Mm-hmm. If they're that competitive with each other in this city, because they have to be. Don't you think that that is going to affect you even more adversely than someone who's grown up there? Like when you grow up somewhere, people are competitive, but because you have access to the same things they do, it doesn't impact you as much. Right. Your the competition in an unfamiliar city is going to have a direct impact on your access. So my thoughts are don't underestimate what happens when you go to these cities because you think that just because you can rap good, you're going to go to Brooklyn and you're going to be the next Biggie Smalls. Hell no. Don't work like that, right? And uh, you'll be right back at home, bro. See what had happened, bro. <laughs> talk, talk about to see what had happened, bro. Man, good to see you, though, man. I didn't know you was back, man. Good to see you, man. I miss y'all, man. I had to come back see my fam. Right. Knowing you've been back home for two years and you're just too embarrassed to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's deep, man. So, uh, yeah, so now we're going to go to... No- oh, we'll take a break, man. We'll be yeah. right back. All right. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and High Slow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially. As usual, we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from. Whether that's the regular CD version or the deluxe CD package, the regular LP or the deluxe LP package, the regular MP3 or the deluxe MP3 package, or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin, something we've never done before, with either the deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available, and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're gonna dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Well, yeah, okay, where we at? Um, eight. Woo, number eight, we back. We are back, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. And uh, this this topic, man, is very sensitive only because, you know, it involves dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not trying to be nobody's dream killers. We want to inspire people to do something bigger and better. But we also want to arm people with information. And just do the opposite of these things. Right. That's it. 
when if you choose to make that move, do the opposite. Do the opposite of everything that we're saying, and you will be successful. You'll have a chance. Yep, you'll have a chance. <laughs> you ain't gonna be home in three months, right? You, you'll have a job. <laughs> right. You'll have somewhere to live. You'll be able to feed yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Basic shit you yeah, can do basic at shit. home, right? <laughs> okay, so number eight reason why moving to a bigger city rarely works. Number eight is because you have no support system Mm. by support system. I mean, like the institutions and the people who create and give you opportunities in your hometown right now. Not to your boys, not your boys. I'm going to talk about the, yeah, you're dope support system. I mean that if you um, have an event, where was your last event held? Oh, that was in such a city. How did you get that event? Well, I knew such and such, you knew such and such, and they put me in with such and such. And they knew about me from, you see, that's a support system. Mm-hmm. They know of you because they've dealt with you or you have a friend who's successful who plugged you in with that venue, who plugged you in with that person who wanted to do the feature on you in the paper, who plugged you in with that recording studio. Right. That is a support system. People who want to see you do well mm-hmm. and are willing to lend resources. We fail to underestimate, you know, what I'm saying to, to really, really get like, yo, man. The support system is probably one of the most important things in success. Yeah, I think it's probably number one. You know, like as we say, your network mm-hmm. is your net worth. Right. That means that the, the the range of the people you know and their power is is big. It plays a huge factor in how much money you make. Mm-hmm. You know nobody. You can't make money. You can't make money. You can't survive. And as we said before, you're in a high pressure situation. And uh, without a support system, I don't know how you do it. You can't. I mean, you can't. If there's nobody there that is willing to take a chance on you and give you opportunity, then there's no freaking way that you can be successful. There's no way. No way. At all. No. There was a point where I definitely considered moving to Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. But at the time, that would have made sense for me. Exactly. Because I mean, I would. I. It, it was a time when I thought that that was going to be a move because I remember you had a girlfriend there. Yep. You was there <laughs> back and forth. I mean, you was on Rhyme Sayers. Uh, yep. Uh, it uh, made sense. Made perfect sense. Made perfect sense. But then it was like, ultimately, I decided not to. But that would have made sense because I had a support system. Exactly. There. I had a, a girl I was seeing serious about. I had a crew I was and the label was there. Mm-hmm. My support system was there. I could pl- play shows around there, make money. I was familiar mm. with the terrain from being out there for years. You had a lot of friends lot of out friends. there in that city and surrounding areas. Exactly. It's a support system. Mm-hmm. And it's not that far from Columbus. Exactly. Right. So I could still come back to Columbus and rock. And it's really not that much. I mean, it's bigger, but it's not it's not New York. Right. 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 It's not L.A. It's not New York or L.A. Yeah. And so it's, it wouldn't have been that big a jump. And I was hesitant to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But think about it, how like people don't even have that much going for them. Right. And they are quick to throw themselves into a situation that's just super risky. It's like, yo, you don't even have the support system that I had when I considered this Mm -hmm. and you're risking it all. And you would have probably I mean, you would have did well. I'd have been great. Yeah, you'd have been all right. Yeah. So, But it's like, yo, dudes, I don't know what this what's on their mind. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, bro. Like you got to have a support system no matter what you do in life, Mm -hmm. especially if you're moving somewhere unfamiliar and that place is bigger Mm -hmm. than where you come from. So that's number eight. Okay, number nine. And this is one that. uh, Mm. (laughs) Mm. Reason number nine, why things rarely work out when you move to a bigger city is because number nine. Everywhere you go, there you are. Mm. That's an old saying. Mm. Everywhere you go, there you are. That means that people tend to think that going somewhere different will change their realities. Yeah, going somewhere different will make you different. Right. No. No, no, no. You can change your environment. You can change the people around you. But changing yourself is a completely different process. And that's what I mean. Like everywhere you go, 
you're still there. Yeah. So if you think I've seen people say, well, I got to get out of Columbus because, you know, I just there's just not enough opportunity here mm-hmm. and I'm going to go there and I'm going to become this thing. I just can't be me here. Right. I can't be me here. And then they go to this bigger city and I talk to them in three months, six months later, and they're doing the same goofy shit they were doing here mm-hmm. or less or less and get swallowed up. It's true. They, they're usually less active. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it one day. And the next, you know, years go by and, and that pride kicks in and they don't want to admit that the reason they never made it in this big city is the same reason they weren't at the top in their smaller city. Mm-hmm. It's because they never approached the fundamental uh, flaws in their character. And their work ethic, you know what I'm saying? And their drive. Like if you don't have drive to win in the small city you're in, if you're not thirsty to, if you just can't dream about that, like if you just, if you want that shit so motherfucking bad that you'll stay up all night doing it, if you won't do that shit at home, what the fuck are you going to do in a bigger city where you have no support system and much more distraction, more distractions, Mm. less money. Uh, what are you going to do? The truth of the matter is that the reason you can't make it in either city is because you haven't fixed what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And until you fix what's wrong with you, you're never going to be successful on any level in any city. And that's a fucked up thing to say, but it's the goddamn truth. It's the truth. It's the truth, you know, and, and it's unpleasant, but you have two types of people in this world. You have people who, when things go wrong, they look outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. They look externally. And then you have people who, when things go wrong, they look internally. Yeah. If you're not the type of person to look internally mm-hmm. when things go wrong, I don't see how moving to any city changes your reality because everything starts from inside and works its way out. It's like with teenagers, they don't really see past their nose. Everything that happens to them is somebody else's fault <laughs> Yep. until you you even if you try to put a mirror up to them and say, well, why did this happen? What did you do? Yeah, that caused this to happen. Even if you point those things out, it's very hard for them to look internally and say, well, damn, if I wouldn't have done this or if I would have done this, things would be different. It's always somebody else's fault. And we got these grown ass men out here, yeah. grown ass women, always looking outside and pointing the finger as to why they not successful. When re- in reality, they're the reason that they're not successful. Facts. That's a fact. And, and this this will impact everything you do. Mm-hmm. That, that That one is not even, yeah, this conversation is about moving to a bigger city. Yeah. But that everywhere you go, there you are thing impacts every single thing you will ever touch as a creative person, artist, professional, parent, human, human being. Everything (laughs) is impacted by that. And the sooner you understand that and seek to to go on a path of self-improvement, right, which starts with self-awareness. You can't have self-improvement without self-awareness. So start with self-awareness. Be honest with yourself about what you're giving, uh, what you're not, what your effort looks like, what your shortcomings are and seek to plug in those holes, because otherwise, whatever endeavor you take on is going to ultimately be subject to your own shortcomings. Yeah. And moving to a bigger city is just a a bigger failure waiting to happen. Yeah. You know, that's number nine. Mm. Last joint. Mm. Last joint. Mm. Why moving to a new city rarely works. <laughs> Reason number nine, you're lazy, dog. You're lazy. That's 10. Oh, 10. Yeah. Reason number 10, you're lazy, dog. Lazy. You don't want it. You don't want this shit. You say you want this shit. The reason you say you want this shit is because you know it sounds good to say you want this shit. Because when you say you want this shit, people are like, ooh, yeah, he talking that talk. But you ain't got to actually do that shit, man. You say you want it. Everybody can say, they, yo, I want this shit. Ooh, I want to be like that. I want what you got. People be like, yo, print, man. I'm just trying to get where you at. I'll be like, no, you're not. You don't want to do what I do. And no, you don't. You don't. You don't. Cause, or else you would be doing it. Mm-hmm. You would be doing all the unglamorous, mundane, bullshit tedious shit that i do 
every fucking day you wouldn't have time to tell me you're trying to get where i'm at right too busy getting there you and i would be talking about the things we're doing Mm -hmm. right now now where we're trying to go i would be peeping you you'll be peeping we'll be talking about the details of this shit we'll be in the dirt together Mm -hmm. instead you on the fucking sideline talking about you want to be no you're fucking lazy Mm -hmm. you need to admit it you think that skill alone is enough to make you be successful. You think that having talent, especially natural talent, will carry you as far as you wanna go. And so you use that natural talent as a fucking backup plan. You never try because you're too afraid to find out that it's not enough. Mm. So you half-ass everything because God forbid you throw everything into something and you fucking fail. Right. Because that will destroy your fucking ego. Mm -hmm. But it will be the best thing to happen to you. Yes, sir. The best thing to happen to you is to find out early that talent ain't enough. Right. The earlier you find that out, the better you will fucking be. But until then, you're fucking lazy. And you're going to go to another city, you're going to be fucking lazy. Mm -hmm. You're going to come back home, you're going to be even fucking lazier than when you left the first time. (laughs) Because you're depressed. You're depressed. (laughs) And you're too goddamn embarrassed to to admit your mistakes Mm -hmm. and your assumptions and fix it you don't want to fix it you mm-hmm. just want to look like that motherfucking guy mm-hmm. yo i went i live in brooklyn now look at me i'm balling i'm winning you ain't shit you wasn't shit here you ain't shit there you gonna come back home you're gonna be even less shit than you were before and everybody knows it but you mm-hmm. but yet you continue this bullshit new york can't save you dog mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and i get tired of people insulting columbus and cincinnati and the places we've lived thinking that that's all it takes that's all i can just go to sleep at the wheel here not participate not care about the art not care about the politics not put in work then i'm just going to go to this more prestigious city and because i'm in a poor prestigious city i'm going to be associated with more Dopeness. I'm going to be legitimized through that city, not through my hard work. Mm. You're fucking lazy and you deserve to fucking fail when you fail because you won't admit it. Tell them why you mad, Prince. I'm mad about this shit. <laughs> this, shit gets, this shit gets me tight, dog. Gets me tight. Tell them why you mad, son. I'm mad, man. I get tight about this shit, man. This is the shit I be looking like. Come on, man. You lazy motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Y'all know y'all lazy, man. Why I, I got to say this shit? I got to say it because motherfuckers' egos are so goddamn inflated. Mm. Come on, man. Put in the work. You're talented. You deserve to be successful. But if you don't put in the work, you don't. Yeah. Period. That's it. Period, man. <sighs> All right. All right, man. I'm hot, man. <laughs> See y'all next week. Man. Bye. Man, I'm out. Fuck this. We out, man. Every 10 or 12 episodes, I get tight about something. This is, I ain't got tight about nothing in a minute. I'm yeah, tight it's about been a this while. shit. It's, it's been, been a while. Oh, man, I'm tight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Extra tight right now, man. Okay, let me read these back, man. That's the top 10. <laughs> read these back. I'll read these joints back, man. They got me tight, man. Lazy people, man. Clearly, clearly, laziness is... <laughs> It's a problem. It's a problem for yeah, me, man. It's a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve of mine. Yes, clearly. Okay, reason number one. Why? Moving to a new city rarely works. Number one, you're running away, not running to something. You're running away from something, not to something. Reason number two, you were never a big fish in a small pond. Reason number three, you didn't have a plan. Reason number four, you moved in with your girl. You didn't move with your girl. You wasn't a family. You moved in with your girl. You chased her across the country. Number five, you didn't have a solid job or a job at all. Number six, you underestimated the local politics. Number seven, you underestimated the competition of a bigger city. Number eight, you had no support system. Number nine, everywhere you go, there you are. And number 10, you're lazy. As we said at the beginning, there are people who have moved to bigger cities and been successful. And I think that if you look at what they did and how they became successful, you will see that they pretty much did the opposite of most of the things we've named here. So if you're wondering how can I go about moving to somewhere else, relocating and being successful, 
we've pretty much laid out how to do it. Avoid these pitfalls because each one of these is a is a ender. Mm -hmm. it, it will end you and send you back home. And no one wants to be looked upon like they didn't achieve their dreams in front of mad people. That's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we don't want that for anybody. And so what's important to do is, is stay the course, take your time, make a plan and uh, be honest with yourself. And I think you will be successful in everything you do, whether that's releasing your project or moving to another city to become successful there. Word. And so uh, that's it for this week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you all next week. All right, peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. <laughs>